Welcome to Sana Talks to People and Sometimes Herself. Uh, I'm your host, Sana, and uh, I'm joined with Mike today, and we will be talking about ghosting. Ghosting or Caspering, as this I call is where it. it be a drum yeah, <laughs> nice drum roll. I don't think that was a, that was a, I don't know, was it a, I hope it was. I'm sorry no, if it, it was, was my I was being but at least my, at least the audio is better now. My audio is better because normally I've been having the crappy audio for the better part of yeah, the last few podcasts, listening to them. Mike got a new mic. Not the greatest. Yeah. I got a new mic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really high, you know, on. again, you know, I have to plug that in there. But nice. no, uh, no, I brought up, so we're doing ghosting. So the reason being is um, I actually did this topic in April on my channel. Uh, Big Mike's, yeah, my vlog, Big Mike's vlog on YouTube. Check it out if you want to. Um, and I was just randomly thinking one day, I should do one on ghosting because everyone talks about ghosting, but no one actually has talked about it, I found, on like a like a public forum. So I said, why not? So I did it, um, got a good response. So I figured, you know, I asked Sana, I said, Sana, do you want to do one on ghosting? And Sana's like, jumped at the chance. So I figured, why not? <laughs> so I guess the first thing I want to actually, I guess, to do the definition of what ghosting is. Yes. So we know yes. what we're talking For those about that aren't here, familiar, obviously. yeah, it's not when you, you know, put on a blanket and then pretend you're a ghost. <laughs> Uh, married people don't know this. I guess married people who've been married forever don't know what this term is. If you're married for like 50 years, if you're listening to this, you have no idea what ghosting is. Maybe. Unless you have kids. I Maybe. Mean, I don't know. I'm guessing here. It could be with other people too, not necessarily romantic <laughs> partners. But let's go back. Let's go back to the definition. All right. So the definition, yes. according to Google, yes. is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing all commun- withdrawing from all communication. So that's the definition that they have. So that's what we're working with here. This is the framework that mm-hmm. we're talking about here with ghosting. Okay. So I want to get Sauna's take first. Well, actually, <laughs> not Sauna. Go on. No, but no, I want to no. get Sauna's take on what you feel about ghosting before uh, we kind of get into the nitty gritty and all that. I think it's personally, you know, it is a form of exclusion. And form of exclusion. Form of exclusion. Any form of exclusion or ostracism is, is very, very painful. They're... Um, Okay. There's a very good book written on the subject actually called The Pain of Exclusion it's by Kipling D. Williams. It's, it's a terrible thing and people don't understand. Mm. I don't think a lot of people realize that the devastating effects of exclusion and, and how our bodies respond to it too. The same parts of our brain, I'm, I'm going to just kind of quote uh, him uh, from yeah. the book are lit up so he basically says the brain registers like exclusion as physical pain so there's increased activity in our dorsal anterior uh, cingulate cortex which is the uh, region associated with emotional aspects of physical pain when you are excluded you feel less important you feel less meaningful right Mm -hmm. so yeah you're it's just like you're invisible I think, I mean, and, and people that I'm thinking now who have, you know, who have social anxiety or prone to depression, um, obviously they're going to react a bit more harsh in terms of recovering for this. Actually, that's something that right. uh, Williams talks about as well. So it's a terrible thing. It's, it's a very, social rejection is a very terrible thing. And I think with the advent mm-hmm. of, of the, you know, t- technology and information age, it's made it's like so easy so much easier and yeah and uh yeah that's my that's one of my takes on it and okay yeah (laughs) i know my take is probably uh not (laughs) it's not the norm i'll say this like most people i've asked this about like in terms of what they feel about ghosting most people are probably on the side of you or 
they think ghosting is terrible and it's awful and it's kind of cowardly, which okay. I don't disagree. I feel that that, and their arguments for that, totally fair. I guess for me, it, it used to bother me years ago when I first started dating back in the day. Mm-hmm. As I guess I was on dating, as I've been on dating apps more often now and dealing with women, it's just like, it's one of those things where I understand that that's just what women, some women will do, whether I like mm-hmm. it or not. And I've ghosted people at times myself, so I can't sit here and act holier than that, like I've never done it before. And mm-hmm. I'll give one little shorter story of how I kind of did that. Not really proud of it, I- but it is what it is. Well, you know what? It, uh-huh. it, well, now we're speaking of, about it. I've definitely done it too. Yeah. So I think, mm. Mike, I want to hear your story. But just before that, mm. I'm going to ask you or clarify yeah. something. I'm reading the definitions yeah, and I'm thinking, is ghosting, is it from people that you care about? Or are we talking about people that we, acquaintances or, or even people that we've just met? I know William. And I think, and, that, and that's very, that's, I'm glad you, <laughs> I guess for me, because again, here's the thing. I don't think people separate those two things. Right. They don't separate, let's say someone who you're close with, who you've, you know, you're your friends or you're dating yeah. as, as opposed to someone you just met on a dating app two weeks ago. And you just kind of had kind of conversations within the conversation fills out and you guys stop talking. People so this, then equate that as ghosting. Okay. Right? So yeah. So you're, you're talking now about pretty much, anyone who you've built a rapport with even if that rapport was a few exchanges of messages right so you're it's not just friends and family but it's also people that you kind of just met is that what you mean no i, I guess i, say I think in, I'm, t- I'm saying in terms of the general sense i think for me what i would equate ghosting more or less is someone who i've talked to on a fairly regular basis and yeah to your point we've built a rapport or for me like let's say if we're supposed to meet up and then you disappear or ghost me then i'm gonna feel like you ghost i'm not gonna equate ghosting as someone like let's say we've been talking for a couple weeks and then we stop talking because that just kind of that this happens right Mm -hmm. maybe back but i'll say this back in the day i would consider that to be ghosting and i think a majority of people equate that to ghosting Okay. And again, I'm not saying one is definition is correct or not. Oh, absolutely not. No, I know what you're saying. Clarify, right? So we're on the same. Oh, absolutely. Of course. And, and Williams talks about this in his book too, in terms of our reaction to this pain, surprisingly is also the, the way we react to this is, or exclusion, uh, socially speaking is it's affected by people we've just met too. So even if strangers we've met look the other way, us the pain is still the same isn't that kind of Mm -hmm. fascinating right isn't that interesting yeah that is like even you saying that i didn't i never really even thought about it or viewed it in that lens to be honest with you because actually i had a conversation with a girl about this i think it was in early april on the dating app because i had mentioned that i did a, a vlog on ghosting and she was very passionate about this topic more so than i she sent me like three long ass messages (laughs) messages basically <laughs> stating that she thought it was okay yeah okay. like she didn't see anything wrong with it she didn't feel like she owed anybody nothing and all that i'm like you're a little bit too passionate about this i just posed the question you went on this long <laughs> debate well i'm sure i'm sure she's in her defense i'm sure she's gotten a lot of uh criticism over it and for yeah. sure but I just was like, I wasn't expecting all that. That was, that was a little <laughs> bit too much for me to handle at that point. I'm like, yo, we're just having, I just said, I just did a vlog that said, I didn't need you to go on this long Malcolm X speech with me. I didn't need all that. But what was it? No, what was but the I gist think, of it though? I'm, inter- I'm curious. Basically the gist of it was in a nutshell, she didn't feel justified. Like she didn't feel like she owed anybody anything on a dating app. Okay, like okay. if she was talking to somebody for a week and it fizzled out, yeah. she was like, basically screw them. Okay. Okay. And I was like, okay, that's fair. 
you know, but then I've heard. (laughs) No, 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 it's fine. Like, I guess for me, like, it depends. Like, I guess, like, if you're asking me now, it doesn't bother me. Because, again, like, I've talked to enough women and enough women have, let's say, we've talked and then the conversation just fills out or they've disappeared or whatever the case may be. And it could be a multitude of reasons why they did. It's not just because, and that's the thing. I don't take it personally because it could be other factors as to why they ghosted me. It could be they have some personal issues going on. They ain't ready to date. The amount, you know, some girls ain't ready to date. Actually, as a matter of fact, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. No, and there's, so for me, I can't, as much as I can sit there and take it personally, like, oh, she doesn't want to talk to me, just call every name in the book. Yeah. There could be other reasons as to why she's doing it. So for me, I'm not going to criticize somebody for that. Now, what I will say is the only time I will criticize someone in terms of ghosting is if when I'm talking to them in the beginning, they want to pitch to me this whole, oh, I keep it 100 and I'm real and I never <laughs> ghost and all this stupid nonsense. And I and I call people out on that. I'm yeah. very blunt because as a matter of fact, a girl did that with me um, a few months ago, like earlier in the year. Yeah. And I cussed her out. And I, and she was very like, oh my God, Mike, but this is the thing with me. Like, you don't have to do that with me. You don't have to tell me and put yourself on this pedestal that I'm so above it all. And I'm so real. And it's I'm like so the moral different high than ground, right? This moral high ground. You don't have to do that because here's the thing. Now I'm going to hold you to your words. I'm not <laughs> yeah. like these other people. You're not going to just say stupid shit to me. If you yeah. say that to me, okay, cool. But if you ghost me now, now I'm going to hold your feet to the fire. And she yeah. didn't like that. But I'm like, listen, this is what being quote unquote real is. Right. I'm going to be honest. And being honest sometimes isn't wrapped up in a nice little bow for you to digest. And I'm not the most tactful person when I'm being honest. Yeah. That's why I very barely say stuff to people because I know people are very <laughs> sensitive. So I'm not I try not to do that. So that's where I that's the only time I'll have an issue with somebody in terms of ghosting, per se, but not in terms of like us conversating for a few weeks. And then it, the conversation fills it out. Sometimes it fills out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very important thing you brought up is about not taking things personally. I, and that's the I, thing, yeah. It, it's all key. That's the key, really. And speaking of not taking things personally, I any mean, one of my favorite favorite books is uh, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. He's a Mexican author, and it's a total... Look at Sana bringing up books, man. I'm like, <laughs> uh, impressed here. It's, 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 I got some stats. I feel, you know, I got... <laughs> See, I re- I did some research on this. I feel I feel like I'm a, interested you know, I'm in to hear it. I'm really I'm in university it. now, so you know I'm trying to be university <laughs> all researching. I didn't cite my sources though, so I apologize in advance. But I did do some research on this. So sorry, go on. I'm all like I'll cut you off. No, no, that's fine. Well, I was just saying that you know you can, one of the things that he talks about the four agreements, and one of the agreements is don't take things personally. And I. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I read this book years ago and I recommended it to right. so many people and then, and I've always heard great things, you know, chain reactions from it. And, and one of the, it's a big thing. It's, it's as in, don't take it personally, whatever people project is usually a reflection of themselves or what they're going Thank through, you. or no one knows what a person's struggles are. Nobody, you cannot know period. So not everything has to be about you. And, yeah, and I think when people take things personally all the time, it's kind of a self. It's it's a form of ego egotism, right? Where you Absolutely. are so obsessed with everything being about you <laughs> that you think yeah. that oh my gosh, it's you know if you're just thinking about you all the time. It's like hold on, hold on, you know, just think about the other person. Yeah, X Y Z, whatever the excuses could have happened. There's many things that could have happened that you have no clue about. Then why assume, right? Why assume? And assumptions are obviously, they're ridiculous. So 
You know what they say about assumptions or people that assume, right? <laughs> I'm trying to make this clean. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I, well, yeah. I'm just, I just, I just want to ask if you knew what they say about people. Yeah, who yeah, it's not that yeah, joke, right. you know, from grade school. It's, this, <laughs> when it's so clever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. I remember my teacher said that to me one time. I was like, oh, she said ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, like mind blown, right? When you hear the first time, as a kid, I was so like, mind blown what? in school. That's the coolest. Oh my god, she swore. <laughs> and you well, know, she's cool now. When you're a kid, yeah, you think it's cool. Although I think I was, I was quite conservative, and I thought, oh, that's a bit vulgar. <laughs> so, yo, you know what? I remember one time I was in drama class, and um, one of my classmates, she was doing a monologue, and one of the monologues called for her to say the word shit, yeah. and everyone was like, oh, oh my god. Like she said the word shit and the teacher was like, no, it's okay. It's part of the, it's part of the scene. I believe in you. And everyone was like, yo, this teacher's dope. Like everyone was like crazy going hype. I was like, yo, she can literally swear in the class. I was trying to find like the, I couldn't find it. It was like 2001. There's no like Google wasn't as popping as it was now. So I couldn't really find any dirty monologues. But yeah, like that was like the coolest part of being a student back in the day is seeing your teacher swear. Man, drama. I wish I took drama. I was in the drama club. You never took drama? I never took drama, but I was in the drama club. My brother was in it. So he dragged me into it, which was great. So we wrote, we directed, we, we created a play and we performed at like different oh, wow. festivals. So I actually know I was in drama class. In the States, most I, I did drama class in Maryland for a bit. I did drama class in Tennessee and then I did drama class here. So I've just, nice. I loved acting, man. That was like my, you know, my love almost. I was but, uh, you know. in high school, it was like science, French, and uh, arts. And I did do, I did do acting in Guyana, but that, though that what? footage is not going to be shown or seen. It's not are, seen. It's not on the internet. You, I checked. Are you a part time actor, Mike? I wish. No, I actually did. A, I was on a soap opera. <laughs> I was on a soap opera. You were on a soap opera? In <laughs> I was on a soap opera. There's no actual footage. I've checked this. I have scoured the internet to make sure that this footage does not be shown. What? But it is, I did, I was. You're I know, an actor. I was on a soap opera. You're. Sure, yes, I was an actor. Yes, I was on an actual soap opera that's briefly. That's so cool. In Guyana. And I was on a um, radio soap opera as well. So that's how I got, you know. Yeah, man. So I was. Wow. Been, and you know, I did I not know this. I, did, I had fun in Guyana. I know. See, you, I, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't. I never did tell you that. I never did tell you. No, that. you did not. I know. You think you know? I would get more girls that way in Guyana. It didn't didn't happen though. No, it didn't happen. But it's okay. I'm sorry nah. about that. Life's rough, huh? Yeah. Right. As a guy, it's rough, man. It's rough out here. So hard. So speaking of speaking of life being so hard on dating sites, um, Facts. the thing that that you brought up was how yes. you you're under you are considerate or understand the position of other women right so i, I want do. to comment on that too when you're on a dating site and you have this profile which i did for as you know you know a week yes. or two and the amount of <laughs> messages and that were i was flooded with and sauna's <laughs> sauna was getting the dms <laughs> on a regular, as they say in the streets. I didn't even she have was getting my DM. face showing. I had this weird filter to cover my face. I, um, that, which, that was the most surprising thing, because when you <laughs> showed me your profile picture, and it's like this collage of different colors of your face, and I'm seeing your inbox, and you got 70 messages. I'm like, I got a full-on profile. I got like six pictures. I got a full-on bio. I got my hobbies, my interests. 
all kinds of stuff. I don't even have 70 messages. And I've been on that app for like nine months. So I've been on it for like two weeks. She got like 70 messages. Yeah, That's to show you how terrible it is for men on these date naps in terms of not, not getting messages. And women, also, y'all kind of have it rough. Yeah, hey, yeah there's, it's a, it's another side too for women. And the side is mm. that you're, you're flooded with messages and it's in, it's, it gives you, Honestly, it gave me anxiety. It gave me some, because mm. I'm a nice person, right? I tried yes. to respond to everyone and, and I was doing it. And I thought, wow. And I, I think I mentioned this in our dating chat too. I was like, yeah, I had like to tell you to stop, job, right? Yeah. I had to tell you to stop responding to people. I, I said, like, you need to stop responding to these Should I people. hire an intern to respond to my messages? You know, give, I them, mean, a, <laughs> give them a little, but it was, it was tough. It was tough. So I had no choice to to not respond. And I don't know if some people would and consider that ghost. ghosting, that right? That, and, actually, no, technically that would be considered ghosting. Yes. Yeah. So I, I didn't. So I've been, I'm guilty of it too. And I don't take pride in it, but at the same time, I understand the position of women who are just, there's no way on earth they will have the time to respond to everybody. It's just, it's not possible. So, you know, kudos to Listen, them. I'll give, you, I'll give you perspective. Actually, I was talking to my friend Doug about this yesterday. Yeah. So there was a girl um, that I matched with on this one app, like last year, September, I remember me and her matched. And she's like, really, I think she's like an Instagram model or something. I don't know. Nice. Um, yeah. And like, so on her, like in the, in the hinge bio, whatever, it says something about to the effect of what's the one thing that surprises people about you. And I think she had said something to the effect of it's easier to get a hold of me on Instagram. Okay. So me being the jerk that I am, I said, <laughs> is it really that easy to get a hold of you on Instagram? Like I was just being a dick. Yeah. So I didn't think she was going to respond. I didn't really care either. Yeah. So then like three weeks later, she actually responds and she's like, no, I'm, it's easier to get a hold of my Instagram because I'm not really on this app. So I'm like, okay. So I added her. We talked like off and on. And then one day we talked like for like a whole day. So basically like she had said to me, like, you know, Mike, I'm kind of, cause actually like she had made a joke on Instagram and I had commented saying like, I'll never ask you on a date. And she's like, Michael, honestly, I'm tired. of I don't even want to date anymore. And I'm like, why? And she's like, honestly, Mike, I get like at least 20 messages every hour from dudes Jeez. trying to either sleep with me or take me on a date or marry me or some crazy crap. And I'm like done. I don't want it. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I mean, I knew that before, but when she said it, it hit home and I realized like, I'm not going to waste my time asking this girl out because she's getting like dudes asking her all the time. Like, I'm not going to waste my time from that perspective. And I understand like, if you're on a dating app and there's a woman and you get and, and most, like I said, most guys don't care about this at all. They don't give a shit that girls don't message them. They're like, well, if she didn't message me, she's fake and she's stuck up. Well, here's she's the thing. She's How not... are you going to ever get yeah. understanding if you're not looking, listening to the other side? I don't you're disagree. Giving up. There's, there's, you're I blocking off communication. Absolutely. You're Absolutely. doing actually something that's equally as, as uh, socially unacceptable, mm -hmm. I, I guess, in, in the more moral sense as ghosting, as we're talking about, right? When you assume. Yeah, no, being dismissive. And you're yeah, you're being dismissive. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like the same thing. You're putting up a wall and you're saying, screw that. And I don't know. Anyway, you're saying. No, that. I don't disagree. No, I, I totally dis I totally agree with you. Like, I think guys need to be look at it from a different vantage point. If I think they did, they'd be like, okay, I get it. But most guys ain't trying to hear that because they're trying to get laid or get married or one or something in between. So mm -hmm. they ain't trying to hear a girl. Oh, well, you got enough messages, whatever, whatever. What about yeah. me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. All right, good. And I think that's just what it is. And like, I think for her, like, I get it. Like, I understood why she's like, I don't want to be on dating apps anymore. Or I don't, I ghost dudes because if she had to, let's say, respond, let's like 20, like 20 messages an hour. Can you imagine? Jeez. She has like 15,000 followers. My favorite hip hop producer follows her on IG. 
Nice. That's how popular this girl is. So, you know what I'm saying? But again, like, I'm not, I don't really, like, for me, I don't, I'm just chill dude. Like, I don't care whether me and a girl hang out or we don't hang out. Like, I'm just looking to talk and, like, gradually build and go from yeah. there. Like, there's yeah. no pressure with me. Yeah. So that's why, for me, I don't care if I get ghosted because there's no expectations for me. Yeah. I let things happen organically, and I believe in that. And I think a lot of people, when they go on these apps, and the reason why some people get pissed off with getting ghosted is because they have these really high expectations. Yeah. Like, I'm on this dating app because I am looking to be in a relationship, or <laughs> I'm looking to find a man, or I'm looking to find a woman. And if There's the girl, a very and if they're long talking some, checklist, and it's almost like you're constructing this illusion that's never going to come true. Thank because, you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And you're being, unre and you're not being, like, for me, things happen fluidly, like, the amount of girls I've talked to and then like we talk for a week or so and then let's say they say, you know, Mike, I'm not really ready to date right now. Yeah. Or, you know, Mike, I met somebody else. Yeah. I tell them this to go pursue that. Like yes, girls have said, you know, Mike, I one girl told me, you know, Mike, I've you know, you're a cool guy. We've gone on a few dates, but like I met some guy and I'm like really falling for him. I'm like, well shit, you gotta pursue that. Yeah. Like you don't owe me nothing. Like, yeah, it sucks that we can't talk no more, but at the same time, you found love. Yeah. Like, this is someone that you found love. And that's hard, you know, and if you feel that a, and you know that you gotta, you gotta build out that. You can't worry about hurting my, like. Way, very mature attitude. But I'm and, old, and I commend you on older, that. Though. That's amazing. What? But I'm older though. Like at the same, and I have, and I have a different perspective on life. Like the most guys do. Cause I know most guys are, you know, well, okay. I'm trying not to diss dudes too much, but no, you know I, what I'm saying? Like dudes okay, are, dudes are like, all right, like no, screw it. Guys are stupid. Most guys are stupid. I'm going to just say it. And I'm speaking as a guy. Most guys are dumb as shit. So they're not, <laughs> and to your point, they're very selfish and closed minded. So they're not going to look at it in that vantage point. Like if a girl, if that same girl told another guy that he might flip out on her. I've girl told definitely. me that. That's why she has goes to guys. Yeah. And I don't blame her. When I got in my relationship with my ex and I told girls I was seeing somebody, one girl cussed me out. I remember like, you saying that. flipped out. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, she's telling me, oh, really? You wasting my time? You ain't nothing? There's a whole bunch of guys that want to talk to you? I'm like, word? Like, really? That's your response? <laughs> you know, what's funny is, is you're hmm. just, this is, if this is the way you're acting right now, before you even know a right. person and you're getting so upset, can you imagine dating them or being married to <laughs> them? This is why I, I'm a very methodical dater now. And this is what pisses girls off because I take my time and I have yeah. to feel a girl out because I want to see your little weird nuances and how you act and the way you carry yourself. Exactly. Because if this is how you're going to act and me and you, let's say I haven't even met yet, there ain't no way in hell I'm dating you otherwise. Or even don't just think like, because you're... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, just don't think because you're cute and you got like 40 dudes in your DM messaging you thinking that you're hot shit. And I'm just going to bend to your whim. I don't give a damn about that. If yeah. you act weird with me when we're just talking, yeah, we're not invested in nothing. I am not dating you. Yeah. Realistically, to be honest. No. Why? Because you're cute. That's great. There's a lot of cute people out there. And even I'm just like, also, can you imagine what it's like being their friend, right? If you make right. a mistake or you slip up and then you just have to hear it and hear it and hear it. And it's just, it could be very exhausting. It can be they have these crazy. very, yes. Actually, I want to ask you something, though, Sana. All right. I ask you a question. Because upon me doing my research, <laughs> so I was looking at this one website, and it basically was saying how, I'll just read the sentence, and I'll get let you get your take. So, sure. why are women most likely to ghost? So many people are quickly are quick to write ghosting off as a cowardly behavior, 
but it can also be that the decision to ghost is informed by larger gender norms. Women often find it more difficult to be confrontational than men, not because they're cowards, but because basically society tells us to keep our mouth shut and not to upset anyone. Hmm. Now, I'm not a woman, so you're the resident woman here. So I'm going to get, I'll fall back and I want to hear your perspective on that. Because I have my thoughts, but I want to hear yours first. Um, it's interesting. I didn't even consider the gender differences when it comes Neither did to I. ghosting. And, and it was. And it sounds like this woman has ghosted a lot of people. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. <laughs> She's out there. Well, you're reading. I think I believe you're reading from uh, a st- an independent survey, right? That a yes, a, a financial firm did, and I think they're trying to There's reach out to a younger them. audience, right? So they said uh-huh, that they did. They did, they did one uh, with of uh, varying uh, gender orientations, yes, right, and relationships, and it was over a thousand that they reached out to, and they, they yeah, it was about thirteen hundred. Yeah. One of them was 1,300. The other one was 1,136 adults. And what they found out was the, they were intrigued that there was so much disparity in between genders. So that was an interesting finding. So yes. they, I yes. mean, I can't yeah. argue with the results there, but I, but I, I do see where it's coming from because I'm not, mm. you know, as a woman, you were definitely groomed. You're trained to react in certain quote unquote womanly ways. Um, and, uh, right. and it, it, it is a very cultural thing. So I don't think it has mm. much to do with the person's personality as much as how the culture influenced them. So, you know, you, you could be living anywhere and, and still right. people from across the continents can, still share the same culture of, oh, how a woman is supposed to behave, nice, respectful, yes. kind, and not offend anyone. And, and so I see, I see where it's coming from. I would, right. it, I would, I mean, I don't have anything to say, but that, yeah, I guess it's true. And I see how it's true. Uh, and Do you feel like it, I felt like it was almost kind of giving women a pass the ghost. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because it's basically saying, well, Hey, you know, Women were supposed to be cool and calm and chill anyway, so just ghost people. It's okay. <laughs> well, I, <think> it's- <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the simplest. That's a very simple way. Of saying it. I know. Well, but- you know, you're right. Someone can use that as an excuse and say, "Oh, I, I, that's just the way I was raised. If I can't say something nice, why say something at all?" And we've right. seen this line repeated on TV so many times, right? And yeah. And whatever. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything. And yeah, I understand. I mean, I understand that saying, but at the same. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I get. Oh, I'm not agreeing that. with that on. saying at all. <laughs> what I'm saying is, people, <laughs> people, I don't think they should use that as an excuse to to continue to ghost because if right. you continue to do that, you're basically you're you're saying it's okay to sever social relationships. I, you're just limiting communication and understanding. How do we all learn? We learn from communication. How do we all interact? We learn by talking to one another. How do we learn from our mistakes? We learn through discussions. So we learn yeah. through conflict. So if we are setting a precedent where you just end things, the minute it goes off the expectations, you just escape and you It's leave. gotten boring. The spark is gone. Oh no, not I hear that. that. I hear I hear that all the time with women, like the spark, like the spark. This spark. This spark like it sounds like you're an electrician. You sound like a born you sound like a dumb electrician. That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> oh my god, I just want that spark, that connection. You sound like an electrician. That doesn't does, make sense. It does not exist. I don't think it's and it's because hard. I understand okay, like I get where they're coming from with it, like that 
but at the same time that's gonna fade yeah it's yeah. like a honeymoon phase it's not yeah. la- like women get this, <laughs> this, this this assumption that you're gonna have this spark forever like you're like watching the notebook and you see like ryan gosling and rachel mcadams and that's like a real relationship all the arguing is in that movie yeah, yeah. which i hate that movie by the way but we could do we could do a podcast <laughs> on that you I, hate, it. I, I think you like it mike i think secretly I, you love it so much you're gonna i had a debate podcast listen me and my sister tara shout out to her <laughs> me and her agree on a lot of things but that movie we do not agree on. She loves that movie. I think that movie is a pile of trash. And I stand <laughs> by it and don't at me. I stand by it. Um, but anyway, okay, I want to comment on something you said earlier. It was about guys, right? right? You were like, you know, a lot of guys yes. are stupid. And, and okay, in, in yes. guys' defense too. So I... Look at you being... Well, you can, be the, you can be the spokesman from guys. That's fine. I'll call them out. I, I got that. But, you can, but that is what makes you sauna. Is you were able to see both sides of it, which is great. Now go on, sorry. Thank you. Uh, well, I grew up with uh, brothers and two yeah. brothers, and consequently, you know, m- you know, made friends with their friends. And I grew up around a lot of guys, and and that's influenced me a lot and my identity. And as a result, I've had many male friends. Uh, now, right. of course, I don't discriminate between genders, so I'm not going to seek out male friends. It just so happens that I end up having similar interests or, you know, thanks to my brothers and, and my upbringing. So as a result, right. the way I communicate with guys is different too. And and I don't, I think there's just so much misunderstanding on both sides. So There I, is. I don't, I don't disagree with that. There is. Yeah, right. And, and it's, it's about communication and assumptions, assumptions about what a certain gender is supposed to act like, right? So if, yes. if you can blame someone for being quote unquote a girl and blame the other person can say, well, that's how guys act like. It's almost like a security blanket. It's an excuse, right? I it's mean, like- I hear that all the time with men, like even with me, girls will try to typecast me and assume that, oh, well, you know, guys are just about sex because, you know, that's yeah. the stupid thing that i hear going around that i challenge that you know all it's in your dna mike you can't help it it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's not your fault like, you know you guys know, are just you know you have testosterone natu- too your comeback could be like you have the same hormone that i have by the way <laughs> last i checked <laughs> unless you guys are aliens and nothing and testosterone doesn't exist in y'all or you guys you know like because you know guys are just sex hungry and you guys just have want to have sex all the time it's just just the way you are that's i've heard women actually tell me this garbage yeah. It's garbage. No, it is. Because it unless is. you've done a unless you've done a study like this, <laughs> then you can come talk to me. It's if you've done a study like this and you and you pulled a bunch like over a thousand dudes and they tell you that, all right, cool. You're but if, you, if you're just basing it off the guys that you've dated on dating apps, that's probably more of an indictment on you that you're you slept with. You should have like you should exactly. your bang out process kind of sucks. You're you need to vet out a little bit. This is the yes. beginning of every racist, fascist, uh, you know, thought or or you know, prejudiced. All of Absolutely. these, they, they all stem with with us generalizing or stereotyping people based on the experiences that we've had. Like, oh, I have one yeah. bad experience with, let's say, someone of South Asian descent. Oh, then all South Asians are bad. It's like this. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe I've had coincidentally a few experiences with South Asians. And then I'm going to say, oh, man, these South Asians, that's ridiculous. I can't do That's just like the equivalent of me saying that women are emotional all the time. And exactly. They're stu- and they're emotional. Or really? all men are just like into, you know, beefy CrossFit and they don't have brain cells. Like, I'm not going to say that, Facts. right? It's same. Guys are into that. I'm so, into that all day. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not into it. So, I've never done CrossFit in my life. Neither have I. I'm kind of curious, though. Anyway. <laughs> actually, I met a dude at Beer Fest and he actually was trying to get me to do CrossFit. I'm like, bro, I'm not doing CrossFit. That is too much. From what he described, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not doing any of that. That sounds like way <laughs> too much damn work. 
Like that just it's sounds pretty like pretty hardcore. Work. It's very hardcore. I told him straight like that. That he's like, yeah, you're doing this set for like five minutes. And you're doing another set for like ten minutes. And you have like a break for two. And then you're doing. I'm like, nah. <laughs> and I was drunk, so that definitely wasn't happening. I was pretty drunk at that point. So anyway, <laughs> going. But no, like I think it's something you brought up in terms of communication, actually. I think that's kind of where, like, in terms of ghosts, and that's where, like, I think that's why it's so prevalent now. Because, go like, communication has basically died. Like, people don't really communicate with each other, don't know how to communicate with each other. So how to resolve conflicts, right? How to resolve conflict, because, Lord, Lord forbid, and I, you know, that relationships have conflicts. <laughs> Who knew that you could be, be dating someone for six months, and an argument could just pop up. <laughs> and then, oh, my God, you got to, like, talk it out and maybe work through it somehow oh man that's, that's foreign a lot of people that just sounds like a lot of work and people are like nah bro like the spark's gone i gotta come out <laughs> spark's gone but you're a great guy though or you're a great girl but not nah, the spark's gone the spark is dead that doesn't even make sense and, and if you've nope. done that obviously this isn't to make anyone feel guilty it's just it's 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 through I'm, our mistakes i'm low-key making some lessons, people feel Right? See, you're the good person on this podcast. I'm the bad. I'm low-key kind of making <laughs> kind of make you feel a little bit guilty. Just a little bit. I've, okay. I've gotten the same feedback too. Recently, my one of my brothers gave me that feedback right, about, I guess, with, with familial conflict, how I react to it. And I was in a, mm. a good place to look at it. Right. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And it was a very, very insightful observation. And it was really nice to to look at it objectively and say, wow, I, that, that, thank you for your feedback. And I actually did thank him. And I'm just reflecting on it now too. You know, we all mm. learn our mistakes and our lessons and so forth. So the point I was hopefully with the whole hopefully. guys, yes. <laughs> with, the, with the guys stereotyping right. um, was, I remember like explaining and getting back to people when, when I was on the website, like the dating sites for like a week. The dating app, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, um, and I I reached out to a few people that I was talking to say, Hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not ready. I I don't, this, I don't feel comfortable. And, and they were very receptive. They were very polite and kind. And, and uh, you know, I I don't, I didn't have any bad experiences and I know I, I, that's just good. That's my luck. But at the same time, I had, like you, I didn't have expectations. of. And I think that's also the energy you probably put out there too. Mm-hmm. And I think guys could probably see that as well. You know, and I, and again, I, like I said, I, I'm critical of some dudes, like some guys are on some bullshit, but to your point, I think that there's a lot more respectful guys than women want to give credit for or to, mm-hmm. like, I don't think at every guy, you know, to your point, you, but you said that, you know, I'm not ready to date guys weren't like, how can you not be ready to date? You're on a dating app. What the yeah. hell? You're talking <laughs> yeah. to me. You don't want to yeah. talk to me now. What's yeah. wrong with, you know, like they didn't do that. Like, yo, I respect that. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and I think, and, and, and kudos to those guys. Shout out to those guys. As much yeah. as I can criticize dudes, I can give credit where credit is due. Shout out to those dudes. Those sounds <laughs> of like good course. dudes. And in me, they're married, hopefully. Every side needs to work on communication. Whether, Facts. I mean, whether you're a man, woman, whether you're, you know, you don't identify non-binary, it doesn't matter. It's about communication, right? It's about talking to one another. And you so sarcastically put it, Mike, like, God forbid a conflict comes into play. But it's true, like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize that was so Michael like of course it's all about well how am I going to very articulately yeah this person and not let it be a drain on me because that's part of life I'm gonna have to confront and I think that confrontation is 
that's the skill that ultimately many of us have to learn. Yeah. Where it's not taught, right? Like some yeah. certain skills like negotiation, uh, collaboration, it depends on which background you come from. If you're privileged enough right. to come from a family that 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 is very social and exposes you to these situations from which you learn. Otherwise people aren't going to learn. And, and if they don't learn that they think it's normal. And worst thing is right. if you do it to others, then the, the one who's let's say been ghosted or excluded is going to think, Oh, this is a socially acceptable way to do it. I'm going to do it too. I got over it. Yeah. And then they will yeah. not realize that maybe they got over it because they weren't, I don't know, prone to depression or they didn't have. And it's like that. a vicious, it's almost like a vicious cycle that keeps yeah. continuing. Yeah. And and we don't know the, it's just, I don't think, I don't see the reason. How can it be so hard? Let's say if you're friends with somebody and then you don't want to be friends with them anymore because you wanted to tell them Mm -hmm. something. Why is it so hard for you to tell them that I don't think I'm comfortable being friends anymore. And this is my reasoning. It's okay if you don't want to talk to me. And I think, and I can see why people do that. They don't want that emotional reaction. They don't want to fight. But at least if they want to ignore them after, that's fine. But at least you've given someone a reason, right? And no, I agree. And if you're the kind that just never responds, then good luck. Good luck on dealing with any conflict in the future uh, because, right, you're on robot liable, you're undependable. And I don't know what you expect when you have a conflict or you wanted to explain something Mm. to a person. Do you expect them to listen or just turn away and say, peace out, I'm out of here? That's fair. That's totally fair. And I think, you know, like I've had, like, for example, with me, like I was kind of ghosted, like in a relationship with the girl I was dating like five years ago, Mm -hmm. we were talking for a bit, things were good. And I kind of talked to her about like my life and my experiences and things I had been through. And she got kind of scared by all that. And then she basically distanced herself from me. Hmm, okay. And I know she was ghosting me because me and her talked like every day for like three weeks, like every hmm. day at like eight o'clock at night till midnight, we would talk on the phone, hmm. like clockwork. So then all of a sudden I'm calling her now and I'm texting her. She's either like really late to reply or not replying at all. Like I remember when I went to Chicago that time when I was working with you, I'm like texting her. She's taking like two days to reply hmm. and I'm knowing something's up. Yeah. But she won't tell me. And then finally I asked her, like, what's going on? And then she said, yeah, I don't want to be with you anymore because of that. Mm. And I mean, that bothered me definitely because it made me feel like, well, damn, you know, like, I guess I shouldn't be sharing my, you know, because my whole thing is we're in a relationship. Like, yeah. this wasn't a girl I'm just talking to. Me and her were like in a, we, we decided to be exclusive. Mm, so okay. I told her, like, my whole thing is if I had known that, me telling you about my life would have made you have left me. I want to told you a damn thing to begin with, hmm. you know, and that made me more guarded and closed off with women because I'm like, well, a girl's got to earn the right to get to know me now. I'm not just going to bear my soul to you. And that's why for me now dating has been a little bit tricky because girls will think like, Oh, I'm closed off or I'm boring or whatever, but it's more just like, I got to fill you out. You that's know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and girls don't want to really do that because they got 40 guys in their DM, like begging to see them. And well, here I hard, am, right? It's so playing hard. hard. How do yeah, you, absolutely. How do you prioritize as a, as a woman who's who's definitely bombarded with these messages? And, absolutely. And it's it's. And I understand that. Yeah. And I tell a girl like, you don't owe me nothing. So if you want to talk to somebody else, talk to them. Like I'm probably one of the few guys on this planet. Actually, scratch that. I know I'm probably one of the only guys on this <laughs> damn planet. Gee, Mike, so confident. 
No, not in the, like I'll say this. Like if a girl told me, you know, Mike, I'm talking to somebody else. Yeah. And you know, I me and you vibe, and I really like you, but you know, I'm talking to this other guy, and he's really cool too. I would probably tell her to go talk to the other guy. Nice. I probably That's would say, very... you know what? Go find that. Go talk to that dude. Like no, most guys would not do that. Most guys would. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Are you gonna talk to somebody else? What about <laughs> me? We've been talking for like three weeks. We were going on like two dates. It was so fun. Why don't you want to talk to me anymore? I'm not like because I guess for me, I don't want to hold anyone hostage. Yeah. And I feel like by me like being like that, I'm holding like because I remember, and this wasn't even a girl ghosting me. This was a girl just basically saying she didn't want to talk to me anymore. Like we have been talking for about a good month. This is like six years ago. Yeah. Me and her have been talking, really clicked, went on dates. And then we talked for about a good two months. And then all of a sudden, she just didn't want to talk to me anymore. And I took it very hard. I did not take it well in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I was very upset. Was very, I was like, that was emotional dudes. I was like, yeah. what do you mean you don't want to talk to me? I don't understand. We need, to, we need to go for coffee. And you need to explain this to me. And we need to talk about this. And blah, 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 blah. And she was like, okay, Mike, we can do that. No problem. Yeah. So then I remember, maybe like two hours later, I had a chance to like settle down. And I'm thinking to myself... Michael, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so let me get this straight. You're going to meet this girl in person so she can tell you to your face why she doesn't want to talk to you no more. She's going to give you like a PowerPoint TED talk of why <laughs> she doesn't want to talk. Like, I, and I guess for me, like, and that's kind of how I view a ghost. And like, I don't need, if you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. Yeah. That's more of an indictment. And, and I guess the reason why I want to do this podcast and I want to relate to the listeners is that it's more of an indictment on the person who's doing the ghosting to some degree because they're missing out on someone awesome like you, whoever that person is. If, yeah. they're, if they don't want, and if they're not woman or man enough to tell you that, hey, this ain't working out, I don't want to talk to you anymore, then they're not worth your damn time. Yeah. In my opinion. It's, it's human. You know it's, it's human to have conflict. Of course. It's human to resolve the conflict. So yes. if you, and I've, have, I've seen this, I've heard it so much with friends too, like really dear mm-hmm. friends and they just kind of cut someone off or they don't respond. And that's, that's the end of it. I think, you know, and I've been on that receiving end too, and it really, really hurts. It's, it's a very deep wound. And especially when you think about, you know, and it, it was at first, and it was ever, it was at first for me, I'll say like in the beginning, I was like, well, damn, like me and this girl have been talking for like three weeks and everything was cool. And then like I message her and she doesn't respond. And I'll message her like a few days later. She doesn't respond. I'm like, well, God damn, what the hell did I do? <laughs> like, I'll feel like yeah. I did something wrong. Like, did I do something wrong? Like I'm scrolling through the, the texts to see if I said something crazy or something like that. Like, you but know, if, and even if you did, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, we're going to do something wrong with everyone. Right. We know, whether it's yes. my colleagues at work like I'm mm-hmm. when I mean do something wrong I mean I'm gonna make mistakes right and it's like yeah, of course you, how are you gonna react with those mistakes are you going to forgive me give me another chance like what's what's gonna happen after that and and I'm, I, I keep bringing it back to also like other relationships so not just romantic relationships but friends. no it could be friends because they even said in the, the study it was friends yeah, yeah they said in the study you. about friends as well yeah are you just gonna like ditch them and that's it that's the end of it like i've made mistakes with friends too i've learned my lessons i don't i haven't behaved the best way or or like if i have a tendency to you know uh sometimes with with my friends to just i mean with family like if there's so much conflict i'll i'll just withdraw and i mean it's again everyone has reactions right but how are they going to learn if 
no one learns without confrontation. No, like I, and I'm the same way. Like I know I've like, even in relationships with women, like as much as I, I can't sit here and play like victim because I know I've done and acted a certain way with women. I've done certain things to sabotage relationships. Yeah. Sometimes purposely, sometimes not purposely, but I know I did by my actions and how I was and things like that. Like I know I, we're not made perfect, right? Mistakes. We're human beings. We're not. And, and, we're, and I tell <laughs> girls, don't put me on a pedestal. Don't think cause you've been talking for a few days and the conversation's good. And you think, Oh my God, Mike, you're such an amazing guy. No, I am <laughs> very flawed. I am honest with my flaws. I am just yeah. my, I am myself. This is, yeah. I'm me. That's it. I don't, I don't try to be nothing more or less than who I am. Don't put me on no pedestal because I will fall off that pedestal very hard. No one. You shouldn't, am, you shouldn't idealize anybody. That's, that's I told a girl that straight up. Don't, don't put me on no damn pedestal, please. And I'm sorry, by the way. I will just, disappoint you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I agree. Like you are asking not to be idealized and that's perfectly normal <laughs> and very rational. Um, you would think, I don't know. They, some people, they, they put themselves on that pedestal, you know? I don't know. That's and like I think that's, a pro, that's not, right? it, I agree. I dis- I don't I don't I don't disagree with it. I think it's bad because if you mess up one time oh, it depends what one god time you're it talking takes. about because in Norse mythology like gods are pretty, you know, they're not infallible. So, you know, because they're these True. beings that that really mess up and, and, have, and make mistakes <laughs> and you're like, "What? That Thor did that?" Anyway, so uh, going back to something that you mm. shared, the the person that ghosted you when you were yeah. talking to them so much, and yeah, that sounds like a very painful experience, and, and mm-hmm. it was, and how it made you inter- or how the how it affected you. So your reaction yeah. was, you know, oh, and and again, it's funny in this landscape of finding a mate and partner. One of the more fundamental things is would be I'm thinking if you're looking for a partner is. How are they going to react when I share something very personal with them? Right? Because, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And that's a lot to a about point. their character more than. Because here's the thing. Them. And I know with me too, like I know I, what's the word? I think people see me and they talk to me and they don't really, they see like the surface of who I am. Right. And they just see, yeah. oh, he's a counselor. He's a really nice guy. He's funny. He has a nice smile. Blah, blah, blah. They, that's what they see. And that's it. Yeah. They don't know the other stuff <laughs> and yeah. I don't really share that too much with a lot of people. Right. So yeah. and right I share so. that with somebody and rightfully so like some girl, I remember, listen, I remember one girl was very silly telling me, like I told her about myself. Cause she asked me, I hate, listen, one thing I'm going to say on this pod right now for women, if you're t- listening, don't ask me to tell me about myself. It's like, that's the first <laughs> question you asked me. I work in employment. I do, po- <laughs> I do mock interviews with clients. The first thing I ask them, is telling me about myself, I cannot stand being asked that question. So please don't ask me that question. That's one thing I'm going to say. But no, she was like, you know, like I told her about my life. I told her about like where I lived and what I do for a living and my hobbies. And she's like, I want to know more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've been talking to you for like five minutes. Delete. It, isn't there ask. like an exchange? Because I mean, it should be mutually. You got to earn that. You know, then because yeah. again, with, me, right. like, with a woman, if I'm talking to a woman, I'm not going to say, listen, in, in 10 minutes or less, I need you to tell me all, all the bad things that happened in your life. <laughs> Go. I'm not going to do that within yeah. the first, like, I'm like, we got to, I got to build up to that. We got to earn that. We got to build yeah. that rapport. But girls come out their face thinking I'm going to like bear my soul. And they think cause I'm a counselor and I work in social services that I'm just bleeding heart and I'm just going to puke out all of my emotions. Absolutely not. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm keep them, keep them things tight. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we everyone again makes assumptions and generalizations without. And they should not. Without knowing what the other side yes. is going through, it just requires a little bit of compassion, a little bit of empathy, understanding, consideration, politeness. Those are all great words, Sada, but people just don't. I don't. I think <laughs> empathy is law. You know why I say that? I was on been on dating apps. You know what the one thing I see with girls that they say they look for in a guy? What? To be a decent human being. That's, you gotta be more specific than that. <laughs> like they say, just be a kind-hearted, decent human being. And I see that with a lot of girls' profiles. And I'm just like, you gotta say that on a damn dating app? <laughs> oh, no, the standards are so low. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's my point. That is some low-ass standards. You are like, not even at the bottom of the barrel. You're on the sludge of the barrel <laughs> at that point. If this yeah. a decent human being is good enough for you, like, God damn. Well, yeah. that's fair. I mean, we can go into another podcast about how society is deteriorating, but you know, that's another podcast. <laughs> well, bringing it back to bringing it back, to, bring it back to ghosting. ghosting. Let's bring it back. To ghosting. I'm going to yes. ask you, given ask everything that we've what? talked about, would mm. you or do you still ghost, or how do would would you? Okay, so I'll tell you the story about the girl that I ghosted <laughs> this few years ago. It's kind of a funny story, not really, but you know. So there was a girl I was talking to, like, this was like 2013. This is like shortly after I left my ex-wife. And like, I'll be honest with you. She was really into me. I wasn't really feeling her that way. <laughs> okay. But I was just like freshly out of a marriage. So I didn't really know kind of how to like break it to her. And yeah. like, she was like, the conversations were very boring. But me being the really, really, really nice guy that I was at that time, not so much, not as nice as I am now. Like, I just kept, Ooh. I went along with it. <laughs> yeah. Blue facts. I know, I agree. <laughs> um, I went along with the conversations, even though, to be honest, they were kind of boring. Oh, so you so weren't like, honest with her. I was not. I'll yeah. admit this. I was not oh, honest. You're with yourself, with right? Because that's what you're doing. If no, I was not. I was, yeah. I was not being honest with myself, but definitely wasn't being honest with her. So what, Kyle, what Kyle finally made me ghost her was she was in Vegas with her family. So, um. She texted me. She's like, hey, you know, I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, oh, I'm in Vegas right now. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm thinking, okay, cool. We can have like a conversation, like you went on the Vegas Strip, went to see a show, went to do some gambling, eat some buffet food. Like Vegas has some dope ass buffet places. Yeah. FYI, just letting you know. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking she's going to bring up that. She's like, oh, I'm just, I'm like, so what'd you do in Vegas? She's like, oh, I'm bored right now. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, like I just, you know, I'm in Vegas with my family and I'm, there's nothing to do here. <laughs> And I was just like, I paused as I was looking at my phone and I was like, uh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so I'll admit people I did. I did ghost her because she, re she messaged me a few times and I honestly didn't reply. I'll be, I'll be, I'll keep it all the way a buck. As they say, I did not reply back to her. So mm. I do feel bad about that. Kind of, okay. I do feel bad. Cause it, again, I could have just said, you know what? This ain't working out. Yeah. Not really feeling you. Cool girl, very nice girl. Not that she was terrible or mean or anything. Yeah. Just didn't click. That's yeah. all. But I, you know, but then again, there are some girls I'll say, oh, you stopped talking to me. But it's like, last I checked, your hands work too. Yeah. So some girls will, because one, the one thing with me too, and this is where I want to also preface, like some girls will think that I ghosted them, but it's like, if I message you, if I'm the only person, in order for us to talk, I have to message you, I'm not going to message you after a while. Yeah, I'm true. just not. I'll tell you well, that right now, I'm not. Because like, it has to be reciprocal. Absolutely. And, and yeah. some girls, not all, but there's yeah. some girls that are on this notion of they're old school. A guy has to be the pursuer. And if a guy's interested, he's going to show it by its actions. No, you have to take that accountability for your own actions. So I can't. Blame, I agree. 
Yeah, I can't blame somebody else. And here's what I've done too. So if I've had, if I've noticed that, you know, some of my friends, uh, again, I'm mainly speaking from, because I haven't really, I don't think I've dated a lot in that context. Anyway, um, (laughs) different topic. See, you're a catch. That's why. You don't have to worry about it. You don't because you're a catch. You guys just like throwing themselves at you. (laughs) But, you know. Aw, thanks, Mike. Me, not so much. I'm just... No, I'm like, I'm not a catch. I'm, I try to not be a catch. Wait, I'm, I'm I try flawed not, too. I, I, you know what? I'm flawed. I'm not like, we, yeah, I'm a regular person. You know, I have my, my, my good sides, my, my pros and cons. Right. And, and absolutely. I, I just, I think I just don't fundamentally um, agree with the, a lot of the dating culture. I don't understand when people meet with, with For, a sexual right. pretext, how can you really get to know someone? So I think there's something. That's like you mean in the, like the first date? the expectation or the thought of guys let's say want to have sex you mean oh no i'm just saying okay you're meeting with someone to impress them right so it's right being very inauthentic so i don't see building a relationship based on inauthenticity or just impressing someone the real challenge of a relationship happens when there's a conflict how do you resolve it how do you act when things aren't going so smoothly and i've that's when you know the relationship is worth it exactly so that's more you can find that out with people that you were platonic with or you don't have to always go out of your way to date someone to find that out you can just be friends and find that out and and I mean, you gotta anyway. personally, and you gotta, and you gotta like purposely start an argument either. You know, you don't gotta exactly. like exactly. Well, Unless you want course. to, just spice yeah. up the relationship. We need what to spice up our marriage. What is this an interview? This is not an employment interview. You're gonna give me like a a, a problem to solve. Um, I, I mean, I know, right? That oh, would God. be a very logical, interesting way to look at it. Uh, but that's again different topic. What was I saying? What was I even saying? You're asking me about <laughs> in terms of ghosting, like if I would ghost or, I would say now, um, no. I don't think I would be in a position to ghost anybody. Like if let's say I'm talking to somebody and we're really vibing. Mm-hmm. If let's say things aren't moving a certain way or whatever, like for example, like I had a couple girls, like maybe um, earlier in the year, ask me like in terms of dating, like where mm-hmm. do I stand? And I said, you know, I'm going back to school in September. You know, I'm working. I got other mm-hmm. things going on. I would love to be in a relationship because there's a conflict with me in terms of dating in the sense of like, I'm a hopeless romantic, like I said, in, a po- in like our, one of our podcasts, but at the same time, I'm, there's other things I'm trying to do yeah. that are both fighting with each other. Yeah. So as much as I would love to maybe love and find love and be in a relationship, there's other priorities that I have that I'm focused on too. So if let's, cause a girl said, you know, would you want to date? I'm like, I don't know. But if let's say, things were if i if my if my heart changed or if my mind changed i would let you know i would never just say just ghost you and say nah i'm gonna talk to you no more that's you know what i'm saying like i would never like i wouldn't yeah. personally do that but again i but i also too with ghosting like i understand that not everyone and the reason why i can reconcile it too is because i know not everyone thinks the way i think yeah and i don't have expectations of thinking that people are going to move the way i move because mm-hmm. if i had that expectation and thought that you know people shouldn't go i'd cuss every girl out that ghosted me then yeah, well, you'd be living in a Literally world cuts them all out, right? So it's like exactly. Again, so that's why I had to reconcile it in that lens. Yeah, very much your answer, and a really important point you brought up was that you know what, <laughs> regardless of where I stand, there's always going to be people that disagree with me that are not going to think the way I think. So I have to be okay living with that, knowing full well to. that there's some things I'll never know the answers to, and that's okay because I think personally, in all honesty, if you can't. Because I feel like, first, if you can't reconcile that, you can't date. 
yeah successfully because you're just going to be disappointed if you're going to hold every person guy girl that you talk to to this standard yeah they're more than likely going to disappoint you you're going to yeah. probably date a lot of frogs before you date that prince or vice versa <laughs> so yeah. you got to accept and you got to understand that and, if, yeah. and a lot of people don't get that they think they see they see stupid romantic comedies or they see stupid reality dating reality shows that are not steeped in any reality or they yeah. see their friends on instagram posting selfies with their partner and they think that that's what a relationship entails and it's yeah. not there's it's a lot not. of work that goes involved in that and there's, to your point the yeah. conflict piece is the biggest part how do you resolve conflicts in a relationship to me that's what you that's where you know if your relationship is worth any salt if you exactly. guys can have a conflict and work through it and then be better out after it yeah, that's when to me you know your relationship is worth it y'all in the honeymoon phase that's easy anybody yeah. can be in a damn relationship when everything's great yeah i, I can be in a relationship with anybody i, I think realized... you had mentioned that in one of the podcasts <laughs> yeah um going back to i i just got ca caught my train of thought again i mm. hopped back on that train it was yeah. about accountability right so right. i've done that like i've done my due diligence so if i have friends who ghosted me I would reach out to them mm. or I would say, this is my side or I would love to hear from you. Um, yeah. But at least I tried, right? So whatever is bothering exactly. me, I would say, but if when you ignore my communication attempts, and again, it really hurts, but at least I can say to myself that, you know what? I tried. I tried to reach out to this person. I did my best and I wasn't waiting. So for, for that, them from that perspective, that would give you, so from that perspective, that would give you closure, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. For with with okay. myself, right? With myself. Because what okay. can you do, right? I can't make anyone respond to me. Yeah. I you're mean, right. but it's happened a few times with some very deep relationships I'd had with friends and and where mm. where I didn't get a response and and I wasn't perfect, but then I I, I emailed and and I and I'm emailing, right? And I'm saying in the email, like, I wanna know this I it's like I was looking for some kind of closure, but I never got it. So now the mature mm. way for me would be to accept and to say, okay, you know what? This person just doesn't want to continue this. And that's at least I tried. At least I tried. Right. So yeah. Cause with girls, I've done that in some, like back in the day, I did that. Like where if a girl, let's say, stop talking to me, I would message her to say, Hey, hope everything's good with you yeah. and whatever. And I said, listen, I did my part. If yeah. she met somebody else, I hope she's good. Yeah. If I say she don't want to talk to me anymore, then so be it. Like, Again, because yeah. I can't make anybody talk to me. And as they yeah. say in the Caribbean, men not beg friend, which basically means I don't beg for anyone's friendship. So if you don't <laughs> want to talk to me, that's cool. I like that. Exactly. Exactly. Not beg friends. So, you, so we, we learn something new. <laughs> I love that. I love that quote, actually. And and, and I, I stand by that. Like, I, I'll do my part and then I'll move on. Um, I think that's what you should call this podcast, man. I beg for no, I'm kidding. Don't call I, it that. I no one would know, no <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> no, that's what it should be. No, but no, but that should be, that's my, I think if you're asking me what my general purpose of this is, is that don't sit there and try to beg for nobody's friendship. Because you, everybody individually should know their worth. Yeah, exactly. I sure as hell know mine. And I ain't selling for nothing less than that. And nobody's, so if somebody you're talking to applause, isn't putting, I should, I have a mic, but I'm not going to drop it because it's taking much time to get it. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. people should just know their worth and don't settle for that. And if somebody's not worth it, not like they're showing that they're, they're true colors of who they are, then screw them. Not worth it. Not worth screw them. They're not worth, worth it. They're not worth your friendship. They're not worth you messaging them. Screw them. They're not worth it. If yeah. they're not, if they're not, if you've built something with them, you feel, and they're not even man or woman enough to tell you 
why or they don't want to talk to anymore, then they're not worth your salt. Then screw them. Yeah. Period. Exactly. It's about, so, and it comes down to knowing your worth too. And, and which is, I agree. Again, it's, it'll be influenced by many things too. It should come from within. Absolutely. But yes. however, people, it's hard for social people. beings. It's hard to get to that point. Beings, right? Yes. So we need to feel accepted in some form of another. And some people get that yes. acceptance from family, uh, team, activities, organizations, whatever club you're part of, right? You'll get yeah, that. That's called, actually, it's social facts. Um, that's kind of what you were talking about. Actually, I, I'm reading this in university oh. from Durkheim. Okay. On social facts do share like yeah, how the so, yeah. well it's social true. basically like things around you influence you in a certain way to yeah make you feel a certain way or you know your interactions with people and society and stuff like that influence you a certain way so no that's definitely true yeah and, and, and that applies to me so definitely yeah it's gonna have an effect on how how bad you're going your reaction will be or how painful because if i and, and this is where it's just like all we need is love at the end of the day, you know. Whether... Is that a Beatles song? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I just said it like, you know, everyone needs love, right? It's about that yes. belonging. And we crave that belonging because it is about, I mean, it could go back to survival when you're with a pack, you know, your chance of survival are higher. But mm-hmm. to to get less technical, I'll just say that we all get a lot of validation from from belonging from meaning we do and absolutely that we want our existence to have meaning and and if we don't get it from other relationships and people we should start look at other areas in our life where we do get it from whether that's religion for some people whether it's Mm -hmm. you know your sports team your alma mater whatever it is i've been watching any sports so can't get i've been able to get (laughs) my sports because i've been like (laughs) It's weird yeah. watching sports during COVID. It's been weird. Well, I mean, weird. like, I mean, if you're an athlete, right? You're part of a team, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I know being in high school, being part of the wrestling team gave me so much confidence, really made me feel. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I long. forgot you were part of the wrestling team. <laughs> yeah, and it was, and even in university, I tried it for a bit. I couldn't, uh, just too many priorities. And anyway. Oh, you used I, to like, like lift, like you were like a heavy, like used to like, oh yeah, workout, workout. <laughs> weightlifting. I forgot, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I know, so uh, I was like a little mini little weightlifter over here, like deadlifting. And it, it, it gave me so much purpose and I, and I really, mm. I love that. And, and I didn't really yeah. get that belonging from community, from my family. I didn't get it from yeah. close friends. I didn't get it from religion. I had to seek it out elsewhere and joining the wrestling team was so amazing for me. And, and, and wherever you get mm. that from, right. And now as an adult, I take, and again, it's about accountability. So because I know I, I recognize how much meaning and belonging has an impact in me, I, you mm-hmm. know, sought to find other, other clubs or I don't know, teams that I could be part of. So, you know, this, this improv crew, right. Or like you make friends from Anna, Second like, City. <laughs> You took the improv baton that I started and you like freaking lapped my ass because I'm not even, <laughs> I haven't even gone to it. The point is like to, to go out there and, and find meaning yeah. in, in whatever it is that you do, whether it's your profession, whether it's an activity, a hobby, uh, share like-minded interests with people. And, and that can really help. And that can help with managing the effects yeah. of social exclusion and ghosting. Um, like in terms of belonging for me, like I never really, I'm trying to think when you were talking about that, like you had like a wrestling team and other things, like I never really had that. 
to be honest with you. I never really had like a sense, a sense of, of belonging, like against. Honestly, like for me, most of my like life, I kind of had to like fight or flight. Like I had to deal with stuff. A lot of it, like I had my family yeah. for the most part, but like I was raised by women for the most part for most of my <laughs> life. So, yeah. and I think that's probably why too, I understand the women perspective when it comes to certain things. Cause I was raised by women. So I had that respect for women in that respect. Right. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like belonging, like, well, I mean, I did sports your, when I was, where do you get your sorry, where, from now? Um, I think for the longest time I got it from my career. Like once I started working in the shelters, especially, and I had basically put my life, my heart, my passion, my everything into working in that role. Yeah. And I got a sense of belonging from not belonging, but I got a sense of purpose from that because I was able to like, help youth in a certain way and build rapport and see their life change in a good way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, for me, I've never really, I've always had to defend for myself. Mm-hmm. That's how my life has always been. That's why for me, while I like being in a relationship, I like that companionship. I'm okay with being single because I don't, I see relationships as a luxury, not a necessity. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, the, like, and I think people look at like, people look at like, I like, I remember one girl told me she needed to be in a relationship. I'm like, you need a dog. Like you, cause she was bored. <laughs> she said, Oh, I'm, I need, I'm a bored. I need to be, I need a boyfriend. Like you need a companion. You need to go buy a damn puppy. Like you don't need to be in a damn relationship. You can have so many fulfilling things, uh, relationships yes. just with friends, by the way, you know, you can get some friends, <laughs> yeah. go on a meetup group, meetup. Yeah. There you go. Share experiences and, and, together and and adventures and activities and and you don't yeah and i'm not gonna obviously everyone knows what they want they want what they want you can't change that the heart wants what it wants exactly exactly but it's nice to hear for for you mike you know you sought that out with your profession right it's steered to find meaning in that way so eventually i think that's yeah fulfilled that too within yourself and that's i can relate with my job as well right i i like doing what i do i love doing what i do because i i get to help others achieve their goals and so forth so yeah i i you know everyone can do that and and it's about again how am i gonna i I don't want to keep repeating myself i already said what i need to say but uh in terms of yeah with with social exclusion i mean to wrap it up it really hurts it really hurts and at the same time you can't control what someone else does we can react just after yeah i just yeah you just have to be able to handle it yeah maturity i think just handling it with as much grace and maturity as you can and just try not to look at it as a personal like it's something wrong with you exactly yeah because unless unless you did something to cause them to ghost you that's more of an indictment. Because even something, the last point I'm going to make, I'm going to ask you this, because a girl had mentioned this to me a few months ago. Yeah. She said, like, with some girls with ghosting, it's more of a catch and release type of thing from the perspective of some girls will, like, go on, go on a dating app just to kind of see what attention they'll get. And then they'll, like, back off because they don't want, you know, they don't want anything serious. They just want to see what's out there, what kind of, you know, like fishing almost. So I just wanted to get your take on. I was I forgot I was gonna. That's why I'm glad we didn't stop. I was gonna ask you that. That's if you think that this, if you think there's any validity to that or you think it's bullshit. Has I know it's a loaded it's question. It's a very honest answer for someone to admit that. Uh, I yeah, think they're admitting that. That if one person admits that, then absolutely there's gonna be many women or many people out there that do the same thing. I don't even think it could be 
uh, women, maybe some men or other people are doing that. Maybe. Thing, right. To say, I just want to feel like I exist. And part of that is if they get attention, the chase, right? We, everyone loves the chase. It's pre honeymoon phase, right? The courtship, the courting phase. I know. The messaging every day. Oh, the good morning <laughs> winky face message. <laughs> I think it's just, in, it's vain. It's, it's a bit narcissistic. <laughs> I think it's. I, I don't, that's know? fair. I don't and, disagree with that. It's incredibly vain and, and selfish and narcissistic. And, and if, peop- if that's the reason, then you need to take a class on how to behave, like an etiquette class, or that's taking advantage of hmm. those poor souls out there that are going to yeah. put in the effort. And, you know, and, and I know some people do this with, with getting free dinners and so forth. And yes, date and, and that's, that is on. a thing. Like, come on. That is a thing, apparently. And I didn't know this until last year. Girls are going on dates with guys to get free dinners. It's terrible. That's, That's why I'm taking awful. girls on coffee dates. If I do, if I was to go on a date, we're going on, we're going on a cheap coffee date. I had, to, Tim I had to tell you to do that. <laughs> yeah, Sana. Okay, so Sana. I'll, I'll, so when I was when I was on my dating friends, we talked about this ago, before. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, in the podcast. You didn't tell no, but you didn't tell the people that you were the one that told me to start sticking to coffee dates. <laughs> I don't think so. You're like you, Sana, and I had a. She pulled me aside and she said, "Michael, you need to start taking girls on coffee dates." And I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like. You know what? And I started doing it for like two weeks and you're like, and I was like, you know what, Sonny, you're right. It was a good idea. High fives. It was very high fives. <laughs> fair high fives because COVID, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah. But no, that's, you know, that's a very fair point. Like I didn't, I just wanted to get your take on it. I don't, I didn't know how to, when she said it, I was like, wow. But I just wanted to get your take on that. And I think what you said is very valid. Yeah, And if that's what they need, I guess that's what they need. If someone is going to handle it maturely, it means that, you know, uh, it says a lot about a person's character. And I said, well, you know, it's vain, self-indulgent, and you're not being honest with yourself because if that's what you want, no. then I don't know, go to Japan and go to a host bar. Right? <laughs> it's like, you, men will come up to you and serve you and ask you how your day was and give you a gift. Hey, these bars exist. Go to Japan and go to a host bar. Don't <laughs> feel like you're so important. Hop on a flight to Japan. <laughs> Word of advice, y'all. And go to Look a at Sana dropping bar. dating. Look at Sana dropping dating advice. I didn't even know that was a thing. Look at me. Yeah, it's shit. a thing. It's a, it's actually a thing where people are like, I don't hey, want I a relationship. Do. I just want to feel important after my long day at work. And that's it. I need my independence. Goodbye. I go to if I was woman, I go to Japan to do that. Why not? Why not? Get to be uh, in a foreign city. Yeah. Yeah. Let some so, Japanese dude hit on me while I'm eating some sushi or something. I don't know. I'm down. Hey, there will be role reversals too, and it's purely non-sexual. So it's like basically like it's for both. You know, it exists. Oh yeah, and if I went to Japan, my big black ass girls would be all over. Like, oh my god, look at him. <laughs> like God, I'd be looking like Godzilla to some of them girls out there. Oh yeah, you'd, you'd you'd be tall. You'd be very. Oh, tall. I would stand out. I would definitely stand out. They'd be like, "Oh, who is this guy?" Stand out, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm like six three, so I stand out everywhere basically. And I'm five. I would blend in. Facts. You would blend in, but guys would still check you out. Though you you still would stick out a little bit. Um, take yeah, the catch and release, and it, and it's very mm. interesting. And but if, again, kudos to the person who who shared that honest opinion. And she was. And uh, if that's what it is, it just means that, again, what we went back to, which was, how do I take it from the receiver side? Yeah. Right? I need to be mature. I need to be accepted with, accepted with grace and maturity mm-hmm. and think that it's not a reflection on me. It's a reflection on them. And they're missing Facts. out. And know your self-worth, right? So you're going to say, okay, you know what? I've got great friends or great family or great whatever it is, circle of you know um, your 
your drawing club, knitting your club, trust whatever circle. it is, your trust, your trust circle. Your trust circle. So there look for love in that department or look inside you and, and understand that yes. you're worth it and give yourself a lot of self-love. And, and you know, Amen. those people that ignore you aren't worth your time. And sometimes we don't need to know the answers. No one knows the answers. Why? And it's okay not to know. I, I keep telling I myself for the most painful things that I, I think I still struggle with sometimes, but I keep telling myself that it's okay to not know. It's, it's okay. Mm. If I don't get that, that's okay. I need to be okay with that. It's so hard, Mike. Oh my gosh. It's so hard. I agree. It is. Yeah. So I think we solved the problem of ghosting. You know, oh, we can solve yeah, world yeah. hunger now. I think we, <laughs> next thing world hunger. Cause we already like, solved uh, ghosting. Next topic, world check. hunger. Ghosting <laughs> check. check. So people basically just follow what we said and you'll be fine. No problems at all. No. <laughs> Oh, no, no. The experience will be very painful, but hey, how do we learn, right? From our mistakes. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. Learning is, yeah, exactly. You don't learn from, you know, not making mistakes. You usually learn from making them. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. My well, thanks, Mike. That was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was great. And I, you know what? I drank, I was drinking alcohol and I did not swear that much. So kudos to Michael. Yeah. Good job. Applause. Because <laughs> remember I said in the swearing one, the no, other the one. classy glass of wine. One. Classy glass of Woodbridge Pinot Grigio Californian wine. Ooh. It was only 10 bucks, so. You, know, <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. <laughs> well, you know, listen, I keep, listen, good I'm deal. a broke ass student, so. That's a good listen, deal. Listen, I'm going to be known. I'm a broke student, so I'm not, <laughs> I ain't got money like that. So if girls want to take, like, if girls want to take me on a date, I am all for it. <laughs> but I ain't got money like that. So we're going on, like, Tim Hortons coffee dates. So hey, you got friends years. too. I, I treat you to dinner, you know, right? <laughs> well, at some point we got, yeah. We, well, I don't know. I mean, are restaurants even open? Well, actually, no, I mean, I cook dinner. Open. I mean, you know, anyway. You did, yeah. No, yeah. Sean, did, yeah. Sean, is, Sean is a very awesome dinner or uh, house host. House, Aww, you know, so she's thank very good you. at hosting people. I so. love, you know, one of the hardest things with social isolation is I, I don't get to host people. I don't get to um, I know. feed them. I love cooking. I love I love feeding people and I know and we don't get to like do the 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 video, you know. We don't get to do the video because when are you going to do the video uh, podcast? Oh, I know. Or I know. Are you going to be venturing to. into that yet, or you're waiting? Yeah. It's well, okay, let's, yeah, we'll talk about that actually. But I'll wrap this up yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for uh, <laughs> joining in. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh, really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Um, Thank you for having me, as always. Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, you can always find a pleasure, of course. You can find the episode on my website www.aartysana.com um, under the podcast section. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other podcast subscription because uh, I've signed up for quite a few. Thank you for tuning Sana in. Sana is all over the map. <laughs> trying to be, right trying to be, just trying to, you know, yeah, extend, <laughs> extend the reach, extend the reach. Yes. Yeah. So. Thanks for joining in and uh, have a great one.